Hi and welcome to um, what we called again. <laughs> no, 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 that it's was that was, this is real. Oh, sorry, I thought you. Were, no, thought no you that, that was that was that was real. That was I was trying to inject some humour into it. <laughs> it's, it's three years. Well, it's legs, three legs. Podcast. Paul, Sean. Dan? Chris? No, Dan's not here. Oh, Lee. <laughs> I think we're suffering Dave? from... A cat. Who's Dave? Anyone got, anyone got a cat called Dave? I think we're suffering from what boxers call ring rust. <laughs> it's it's not ring rust. Yeah, that, that's much dirtier. I was going to say, where, where have you been buying your curries from? <laughs> <laughs> um, happy New Year, I guess. Yeah. New? Yeah. Depends this, what calendar year you're on, I suppose. Uh, uh, well, uh, happy, new, happy Chinese New Year. Yes. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, that's fine. That was only Tuesday last last week. That's okay. Yeah. Mm. How have we all been in this last two months with nothing happening and nothing happened in F1 in December at all? Fine. <laughs> yeah, I think fine is is an apt assessment. Mm. Well, we've been settling into the new Three Legs Towers. Yes. Mm. And I've been settling into the new job. Good. Uh, and um, yeah, that's that, that's that, that's about it. I've been doing normal I'm things. I'm still really tired. <laughs> <laughs> I blame winter and the fact that I haven't left my home for nearly three years. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I know. Definitely have the winter tireds as well. I must mm. admit. It's getting to the point now, though, where you, where you can actually get up and it's daylight, but it usually means you've slept in a bit. Not for me. No, me neither. <laughs> it's very much dark when I get up. It's dark when you get up in the middle of summer, usually. Hmm. No, in the middle of summer, it's usually light. Yeah, I still want fancy getting up at five. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Three Legs, Four Curtains. <laughs> hey, blinds in this house. We're, we're a blind house now. We had we had enough of the fallout about the curtains with um, the previous mad landlady. They they were no, controversial. Don't talk about curtains. Can we not talk about curtains and blinds? <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't want to bring your work home with you for your specialist subject. <laughs> <laughs> now, sad, sad to say, there'll be no more stories about the mad landlady because we don't have to deal with it, even though she's stolen our parking space and our ladders and our ladders. Not happy about that. Oh, let them have them. It doesn't matter, does it? It's when a, wor- it's a worthwhile sacrifice to not have to deal yeah. with her cray-cray. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, talking of cray-cray, shall we, um, shall we talk about the Abu Dhabi drop? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sure we did this already. <laughs> it's, been that lo- it's been that long, I can't remember. Um, F1 news to come out over the winter. Uh, Lewis Hamilton has reappeared. Well, right. He was contracted to anyway, so he was going to turn up at some point. I mean, I mean, we we've taken a similar length break, so I don't think we can be too sassy about this. We weren't hibernating. No. We weren't hibernating under the Grand Canyon, though, which is what it looked like from his photo. For anyone that saw that tweet, we could have been. You you never know. I mean, we have got a gi- gigantic cliff in the back garden. I mean, you might have bought it. The Grand Canyon. I mean, not the gigantic cliff in our back garden. <laughs> that'd, be, no. that'd, that'd be one hell of a tax dodge. Yeah, Hamilton Canyon. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of speculation. God knows where it came from about Lewis not coming back. Didn't even mention the word retiring, just not coming back. I'm like, well, where's he gone? Apart I from there was a away, I, I thought there was a small there was a small chance he might he might decide not to come back to Formula One. I think he just needed some time away. He had his time away, and now he's back. So therefore, we we are just following his lead, and we're back exactly the same as we were last year, just like the twenty twenty two Hass. Yes, I think that's unfair. When you look at them next to each other, even the colour scheme's different. Same, same palette. <laughs> <laughs> so the delivery is very similar. So but last, last the car is very different. So last year, last year they went for the Russian flag. This year they've gone for the flag of Russia. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but no. We look. We give Red Bull a pass, don't we? And they come out with the same car every year and have done since David. No, we don't give them a pass. We yeah, we, but we still pass. It's boring. We, we as don't fuck. bring it up. <laughs> we do though, because we always like it when they drop this random testing livery. It's like, oh yeah. wow, Red Bull are going crazy here. Look at that, and then they do put on the boring old. Here's the corporate colours, and we're like, the fuck, yeah, guys. The testing livery, 
the test delivery is cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, they've done matte paint this year, which, you know, it was revolutionary when they did it the first time three years ago, and then every year since. It's three? <laughs> wasn't, it, wasn't it three years ago with I the matte paint? I think it was, the it was more than that, I think. Was it, lo- was it longer than three? Six years ago. You see, this is how similar Red Bull liveries are, and we do bring this one up every year. But yeah, I don't, I don't mind the fucking house. It looks, it's, it's a. It house. looks like it's a house. A, yeah, the, the all, all I'm really interested in is it looks whether, fat. Whether it's going to be any quicker. <laughs> Has it got a fat house? <laughs> <laughs> a fat house. Look at it. Uh, look, it is honestly right. Pull up a picture of the house and check out its its. Uh, it's fat side pods. They go on this, forever. Does this mean you want to ask uh, Schumacher what he's going to do with all that hass? <laughs> all that hass, all that hass inside that garage. <laughs> I mean, do you like big pods and cannot lie? <laughs> Gunter Steiner apparently does. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. I don't think he calls them pods. No. F- fuck pods, maybe. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, that that is it from from now on. What is on? The, where the radiators live on the side of the house are the fuck pods. <laughs> Twenty sixteen, Red Bull went to a matte livery. Okay, it was six years ago. Mm-hmm. You, you, you yeah, see, it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Time flies when you look identical year on year. Says the person who has not had a haircut for two and a half years. Yeah, there is that. I mean, according according to um, according to Steiner, what we what we saw in that render was an early mock up of what they thought the shape of the car was going to end up as, and there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of changes, certainly in the certainly in the lines. And they just wanted to be first, didn't they? Yes, yes, uh, for once. Gary Gary Anderson was talking about it, and he and you fell asleep. Yeah, I fell asleep. Well, no, I mean he was complimentary about it because it wasn't a McLaren. Um, but the he he seemed to think that looking at the design of it, it was more than just a render, and that was a render of the actual car at an early point in its development. He said there's too there's too many tweaks and things. He said there's too many little little details that are there that you would just make, you know, like a random mock-up of a car off. He said, that's been the Haas at some point in development. Well, it it did look different to the, um, I don't know, what were, what were F1 calling it, the show car that turned up. Mm. It looks yeah. sleeker. Yeah. It's got a very different nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the front wing was uh, the front wing was a different shape as well. The, um, the raised, sort of raised inner bits were a lot more pronounced. Yeah, which is much what, like Alfa Romeo did, didn't they, when they uh, first turned up on the scene? Was it was that in twenty seventeen rules when Ferrari and Alfa did that weird inboard outboard wash thing that everybody thought, oh, is this the way to go with aero? And it turned out it just wasn't yes. at all the <laughs> yeah, way to go. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I remember. I remember Scarves telling telling us about that and how much of a sort of letdown it was. Because if if it had worked, it'd have been brilliant. But it didn't, so therefore it was shite. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we yet we yet to see an actual physical car in the flesh, and of course we we're not going to get to see too much of them during the shakedown later on this month because no you know, one's allowed to see the shakedown. Apparently, there will be photographers there. A few carefully selected ones. Yeah, it's not going to be timed either, is it? Um, yeah, it is, but we won't know what the times are. The times are not to be made public, apparently. Right. I uh, okay. Uh, I I don't. I, there's been. I, I I was pretty let down by Formula One fans again in comment sections because the the noise that was being made around not seeing a test. Considering we never used to get tests, it's quite a recent thing. We've been, we've, we've had live televised tests. Um, it seems to me perfectly reasonable that with the new cars that have been made, we won't be we they they just want to keep them out of sight for a bit. But like I, th- I think it was flood. You you said uh, when we were doing probably the last podcast now, uh, the last thing Formula One needs is to send twenty two Honda McLarens out. 
or 20 Honda yeah. McLarens out for yep. these new rules just to break down in front of the world. Yep, absolutely. If you're going to break down at a first test, you know, plus is it Bahrain has paid for that first test. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's money talks. Yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah, I mean, we'll, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll get we'll get to see the whole um, the whole thing at Bahrain. Of course, that's that's when all the official physical launches are going to be taking place this year, which is which is getting closer to the idea of the opening ceremony. It's it seems like it seems like a no brainer because the what what I thought with the uh, with seeing the Hass when it, when that came out first was um, I don't I don't want I don't want the first car of a new generation of cars to be that car i see you know it's, it, it it should be it, it's not good for formula one that the worst car brings the first car out you know it's you if it should be contractually obligated to be the fucking world champions you know they're essentially launching the season but we know we know the world champion yeah the car carrying the number one or that's eligible to carry the number one will look livery wise identical to the previous years <laughs> yeah no no but i mean for an advertisement thing it's oh, yeah. more it's it's yeah. cooler if we see a red bull first than it is if we see a hass yeah but at the same time if you were to do like an opening ceremony thing you'd have to do it in reverse order otherwise everyone would switch off halfway through maybe yeah, maybe. Yeah, it'd be like going to see a band that's only got one hit in the play at third. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even that, but that does feel different. At least you'd be, at least you'd be um, building up to something, wouldn't you? Whereas a Hass just flops its way out into the world. Yeah, when the Hass is the headline event, yeah, then, then, then yeah, it's not as exciting as if you start with the Hass and then you finish with Red Bull and Mercedes. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe launch the Red Bull and Mercedes. At the same time, one on top of the... Oh, no, they tried that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are we allowed to talk about last season without be, without being um, flamed to death on the internet? Probably not, oh, but we'll so do it anyway, weird. won't we? <laughs> some some people still think it's 2021, and I, I think go to hell. Okay. <laughs> I, um, I've seen a, a, a recent um, conspiracy theory online about oh, Formula good. 1. You uh, see, not... you see conspiracy theories online every five seconds. No, it's called news now. Um, the the thing with this one was though, it was still talking about the uh, Formula One championship being rigged, but also it was trying to involve Hamilton in the rigging that he was he was essentially a paid actor to uh, Max Verstappen's world championship. That's where we are now. Right. So is that why he's had a break? He's been getting himself ready for the Oscars? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, it's, he's just been spending all that um, all that sweet, sweet money he earned from uh, allowing Max Verstappen to win his first world championship. Fantastic. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? It's fucking great. Th- this, is, this is why I don't do social media anywhere near as much as I used to. This is why I just want the season to start. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite entertaining from a sort of spectator point of view, though, isn't it? Just to sort of watch people th- try to sort of rationalise something like that. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's fa- fandom strange, isn't it? It That's is it. very much I, so. Yeah, and it, it but it also it always seems to be the people that know the least about the sport that have the fucking wildest ideas. And not only the wildest ideas, the wildest ideas that they're quite happy to, like, promote with all the vitriol of someone that's just discovered a new religion that or that spoke to them. It's it, I don't get it. You actually managed to get through the whole of that rant without mentioning any other podcast that you hate. I heard the under. I heard the underlying. No, because that because in fairness, <laughs> other podcasters are actual fans, whereas you have someone like. Nick Knowles, randomly, yeah. who seems to have just come out of nowhere and is offering any F1 fan he can come across outside for no good reason. <laughs> Flood, this is your next mission. You've already wound up Tiffany Dell. <laughs> no, do you know what? Tiffany Dell is a perfectly reasonable motoring journalist and he has opinions on sport that differ from mine. He just doesn't like it when I when I say he's wrong. 
I <laughs> 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 do you know what? That's such a backhanded com- compliment. Is he a journalist? He's a reasonable journalist. <laughs> yeah. He's a reasonably good motoring journalist. <laughs> <laughs> he can drive. There's no doubt about that. The man can drive. <laughs> he, he was a reasonable driver. Yeah. Not not bad for being in his 70s. So what? what's my next mission? Nick Knowles. Nick Knowles. Yes. Nick Knowles. You need to start a Twitter fight with Nick Knowles about F1. Hang on a second, let's find him. <laughs> <laughs> Sup, fucko. Nick <laughs> Knowles. Uh, so we've got Dan the Secret Agent and Chris the very public one. If yeah. you could do it in one tweet, it's a Knowles in one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick Knowles is not Nick Knowles. Wait a second. He's uh, Mr. Nick Knowles. Mr. Nick Knowles. I, I, oh, I'll find him. I'll keep, keep talking about something else because nobody wants to hear me <laughs> talking away. I'll let you know if there's something to say. We docked oh, someone. Oh, oh, is that oh. what this is called? Yes. 18 minutes ago. Is Massey staying then? Okay, here we go. I'm on it. <laughs> ladies, oh, and gen- just, ladies and gentlemen, just, you, are listening to the, you are listening to the opening round of the latest live Twitter fight. Yeah, just say something dead reasonable, like, well, there's no one really better to sit, like, to fill his boots, so, you know. Maybe Nick Knowles could stay. fill his boots. <laughs> well, I was about to suggest, um, perhaps um, he should take, uh, he should, what, what's that What's that renovation program he used to do? DIY SOS. And, yeah, he should take the camera crew off of DIY SOS and go and rebuild the FIA. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just tell me if he thinks he can do a better job, do it yourself. <laughs> That's he, a good one. He appears, I like that. He appears to be comparing race control to refereeing a World Cup final. Yeah. So that's helpful. Uh, <laughs> right. L- l- leave me to this. I'll, I'll I'll wind Nick Knowles up because it's it, it's worth doing. But I'm going to befriend him. He's he has replied to someone today to say that he's blocked them for being abusive, which isn't very helpful. If you've blocked them, they're not going to see that. I don't block no. people for different opinions. So there's a challenge. Right, so your challenge is to not get blocked by him. I mean, admittedly, you're winning that at the moment. Yeah, yeah don't, <laughs> don't take part. Game over. <laughs> and, for I mean, any, and for anyone listening, you've all just lost the game. <laughs> do you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tweet really random pictures to all of his tweets and just see what, what comes up. <laughs> So I'll wait till everybody else is uh I've just replied to his is Massey staying then. Um Let's have a look, what have you done? And I'll uh, just see what you've uh, you can find on that. So you too can follow along with this live on Twitter just by setting your timeline back to eight thirty UK Monday night. <laughs> no, <laughs> It's there now. I'll just leave it. <laughs> okay, yep, that is that is random. I think Paul might appreciate it more than anyone. <laughs> so, I'm looking at it from the other side of the room. Is that Ronnie Dio? Oh, that is National yes. Geographic, isn't it? <laughs> Confuse, divide, and conquer. There we go. So I was just about to say, we've got some of the launches this week. Yeah, yeah so first of all, we've launched the uh, Nick Knowles campaign. Yes. For anyone, for, anyone outside, for anyone outside the UK that doesn't know he is, who he is, um, he's a TV presenter that used to specialise in DIY programmes, and now I think he's just famous for being a celebrity. Was he Mr. Susie Perry at one point? I don't know. He was a cameraman for local news when I lived on the other island, and uh, he um, he saved someone's life, and that's how he became in front of the camera because he interviewed so well when he was talking about saving someone's life after a, a car accident um, that he then became more famous and then got a chance to present. He moved the literally moved the other side of the camera, and he uh, and he was married to Susie Perry from off of the bikes for a bit. There we go. Oh, okay. So he was Mr. Susie Perry. Yes. Yeah, can't see any other sporting or F1 connection. 
with him. <clears throat> oh, you said, yep, he is famous for being famous. He was on I'm a Celebrity. Did he win? No. <laughs> <laughs> but is he actually a celebrity then? He was the sixth most celebrated celebrity that year. Oh dear. Anyway, uh, Formula One is something that we should be talking about. Probably. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably, probably that rather that than personal vendettas, um, <laughs> or potential personal vendettas. Yes, we have other launches coming up this week. Um, in the next few days, it would appear that we've got Red Bull going on Wednesday. Um, Aston Martin with their with their new name, which isn't it's not new. It's just more. It's just longer because they are now What's their new name Aramco Cognizant Aston Martin Formula One Racing Team. Well, that car should be green and blue then, like the ninety one Jordan. We can but hope. Uh, and we've got McLaren on Thursday. Is it Thursday? Is it McLaren? Yes. Um, followed next week by AlphaTauri, Ferrari and Mercedes with Alpine and Alfa Romeo coming in a couple of weeks' time. Alfa Romeo, are they, they're launching after the first test, aren't they? Yeah, they're going on the 27th. Uh, still no date for Williams yet. Is that... See, see I don't think that's good news. Is, is 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 launching after the first test meaning that you're struggling with developing and maybe you've hit some some hiccups that you you're hoping you can fix in time for the first televised test? Um, I mean, don't forget it's not a test as such; it's a, it's a shakedown. So I I don't think I think the photo... it's a test really, isn't well, it? Yeah. I feel like if you're if you're Hass and Williams, it's better at this point to leave your test uh, your unveiling late and actually be working on the car than to unveil a Haas that everyone seems to think is nowhere close to what the Haas is actually going to be looking like and putting your resources mm-hmm. into that. So yeah. I, I think it's probably... I would not be panicking if I was Williams at and this let's stage. Let's be honest here. Uh, both, I mean, Williams obviously had like had a car for last year, whereas um, Haas used their old car. But... Both of those, both of those teams, have, although they have like less resources, switch their attention to this year earlier than other teams. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that they they are hoping at least that there's going to be, even if it doesn't, if even if it's not like a brawn double diffuser moment, I'm sure they're going to be hoping that because of the their focus switch there's going to be some things on that car that the other teams want to steal as soon as they see them. You know, if, 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 if you're working on things longer than the other teams, if they're, not, if they're not coming up with anything that's good, then there's a real problem. But, you know, like, I mean, the Hasses, this is like, but this car's been, what, two years in development, hasn't it now? That's a good point, actually. It has been. Ha, it has. Ha. It has. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> You'd think we'd have got over that, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, not usually. True. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, Alfa Romeo's launch is a little bit of a weird one because it's um, the designation number for it is going to be one lower than last year's. Also, for, see, also Ferrari with their model number, but we're not surprised by that. Ferrari, Ferrari tend to do things their own way anyway. What was last year's? Last year's was what the SF twenty one. Could like well that. be. Enjoy car number fans. <laughs> yeah, well, Ferrari no, don't don't follow anything, do they? We know that the Mercedes this year is going to be the W13, and next year is probably going to be the W14, and then the following year after that's probably going to be the W15. Mm. But no, Ferrari have gone uh, SF21 to F175. Bearing in mind, F one's only just turned seventy, so that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course, Alfa Romeo going from the C forty one to the C forty. Of which... course. Wasn't, wasn't there something about they um... lost count? No, that they, they had mm. more or less decided what the um, the new regulations car was going to be, and then had to cobble something together very quickly. Possibly. Not sure. 
And there's another good reason from um, launching it in Bahrain rather than Barcelona, because there's a chance of rain in Barcelona. Given Alfa Romeo's history, yeah, given the chance, given Alfa Romeo's history where it rains, I'm talking about the cars in general. Yeah, you know this could be the first F1 car to rust in many years. <laughs> Unlikely. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking the. Uh, oh no, apparently they've renamed it the C42 now. But yeah, I think there was something about. Um, that kind of got ahead on where they thought the regulations were going to be, and they had to they had to bin everything and uh, or shelve it for a year when the when the new regs got delayed. I'm, I'm sure it vaguely rings about. I'm sure I'm sure I read this somewhere. We will get scarves on before the season, and um, it does make it makes sense, I suppose, because everybody will have had stuff almost ready, you know, and then you know, oh, we're moving it on a year. Like, oh, okay, fine, so. Uh, just put put that in the shed. I wonder if if you've done it if they've done it like you would do with um, with a video game. Whereas you know they when when they've been delayed, they've just decided to stick like a small team continuing to churn on with those uh, with with the new rules. You know, they, and essentially, who the bigger the team, like obviously Mercedes would have more people to leave. Um, chugging along on the new rules than, say, Williams would do. But I'm sure that all the teams have had some people focused on this year. Like, or since it, since it was announced before it was put back. Well, I think Hass have had all the team on it, haven't they? Fuck, who knows what Hass are going to do? Do you know what? If they're last, if, they, if they're still last, I mean, it's that has to be... Uh, Hass's last year in Formula One, doesn't it? Well, yeah, because it'll be Mazepin racing after that. <laughs> do you think? Do, do you think that'll happen? Um, yeah, I think he's waiting for Gene Hass to become so sick of being, um, you know, the whipping boys in Formula One because he's not used to it in US sports, is he? No. So I think he's uh, going to be so sick of, of you know not getting anything out of Formula One and throwing money at it. He'll take anything for it, and he'll get himself a cheap Formula One team that he could then throw billions at. Mm. I think we need to watch this, don't we? Because as the like, you you've got these people that are, that have amassed sort of massive sums of wealth, and there's always been wealthy people, but it seems to be now more than ever there's certain people around which just have ungodly sums of money, and it it only takes another two strolls or another two Mazepins and their fathers come in buying teams up for their sons to race to just make a complete mockery out of the sport. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I think... Um, I mean, all right, Stroll now seems to have proved himself and he's a, he's a capable F1 driver. Yeah, but he shouldn't be an F1 driver. I think that's the thing. He is... Don't get me wrong, he's there and he's not crashing into things. And on his day, he's reasonably quick... Was put away reasonably handily by Sebastian Vettel last year, though. Um, uh, but should he have ever, should he have ever still been in Formula One to to get to the point of being an okay Formula One driver? Well, we've been through this before, haven't we? But yeah. just very quick, just very quickly, we don't know what he was like at Williams because nobody knows what that car was like with all its um, aerodynamic stalling. Fair. It's fair. Uh, and then when he when he moved to to Racing Point, he was uh, he was probably closer to Perez than than we thought he was going to be. So mm. you know that was a bit of a step up for him. But um, and, and don't forget, he did get pole at that pretty difficult Turkish Grand Prix in COVID times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're right. It could have been anybody. I just I I heard those thoughts in those people's heads when they when they thought that. Out loud, or possibly not, but um, it could Personal have been. Personal have won a race. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in the dry in Spain, in front of Fernando Alonso's crowd. Um, <laughs> in front of Fernando Alonso. Yeah, literally. Yeah. In front of Fernando. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, these things happen. Um, you've got to, you've got to be able to perform when you know these opportunities present themselves mm-hmm. to you, and when it's a bit damp. 
and when there are lots of times you can put your foot to the floor and then break really heavily, Lance Stroll appears to do all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All we need now is a wet Baku. <laughs> Ooh, wet Baku. That'd be lively. Mm. Oh, Christ. Yeah, that, that one does not bear thinking about. I'm sure, I'm sure we've said that before, and I'm sure we've all had the same reaction to that before. I mean, there's up, you know... There's always been pay drivers. It's just never been the case of there's always been pay drivers that have got enough backing behind them to effectively bankroll an entire team yeah. to their demands. Um, you know, the Pedro Diniz money was, uh, that he paid at Arrows was effectively paying Damon Hill's salary. Yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't bankrolling the entire team. The team could still have afforded to um, have any other driver in that car. Damon Hill, I mean, not Pedro Diniz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it has still been as terrible. And in fact, they'd have had a worse season because Hungary wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we've, nev- we've never had the situation before where a pay driver comes in with the backing to um, more or less fund every aspect of the team, which yeah. Stroll certainly, you know, pre-racing point, um, Stroll was effectively bankrolling the whole of Williams. Yeah, well, let's call a spade a small shovel here. The, uh, these people come in and they've got the money of a small country. You know, it's it, it might be it might as well when you've got someone with that amount of money, it might as well be a nation back in the team. Didn't seem to work for K Mag. No, it didn't. Well, no, <laughs> that that's because that's because he lost out on the uh, on the Lego sponsorship, wasn't it? That's all they needed was that sweet, sweet Lego money. Yeah, the, yeah. I think Rob Dennis was trying to trying to push Lego and fish. Mm, what a yeah. combo! I mean, Lego probably makes some form of fish shaped. Oh, uh, odd, odd one, which like, caught me off guard. Um, Morris Hamilton, who's like a pretty good guy when it comes to listening to about like the dr- driver side of things. Um, reckoned he thought uh, if Lewis would retire that uh, Kevin Magnussen should be in the conversation to replace him. I think it really, really caught me off guard. Wow. Um, I mean, I I thought Hulk would would have been the favourite. Well, the hot hot rumour on Twitter at the time was that Vettel had a seat fitting, just in case. I mean, it's never been a secret that Vettel wants to drive for Mercedes. And it's never been a secret that Mercedes would like Vettel in the car. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I mean, for Mercedes like Vettel in the car. I I think if Mercedes, Mercedes might like the idea of Vettel in the car. If Mercedes wanted him in the car, he would absolutely have been in the car by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was it. I think it was only ever as a sort of backup plan. I don't think it was ever a serious. Here's a contract, Sebastian. Mm. Have a look at that. I think there's only two, isn't there? Really, if you if you lose Lewis Hamilton and you can't get um, Max Verstappen, or I mean, real realistically, just Max Verstappen because anyone else might is a bit unproven. If you're if you're replacing your guy, the mm. only two realistic options would be Sebastian Vettel or um, Fernando Alonso. I think they're the only two people that you could just plug in as what we expect you to fight for a world championship immediately. I'd like to have seen him bring Kimmy back. <laughs> talking, yeah. talking of which, apparently he's about to sign up to be uh, Lando's mentor. Oh. He's doing something in, in motorbikes. He's turned up as a team principal in like motocross it, world championship yeah, like or Ka- something. Kawasaki team principal. Yeah, like a, like a proper team. <laughs> I'll tell you what, those pre-race briefings are going to be a thrill a minute, aren't they? And then everyone gets ice cream afterwards. Go out there and win. That's it. I mean, it's all you need to do. Yeah. I don't see the problem. No, it just, it just seems a bit of a departure for him. He's, he's, not, well, he's not team principal material, or what you'd think. But then again, who, who knows what Kimmy's like he's away had, from he's media, had Kimmy? Double R racing well, before, thing, hasn't he? We... He's, had a, he's been involved in a sort of team management bit. We've seen what Kimmy's like a little bit when, when he thinks either the cameras aren't rolling or he's not aware of them. Yep. When they said goodbye to Antonio Giovinazzi, which F1 handily retweeted this last week, um, and him and his kid saying goodbye to Antonio, and, you know. 
kid starts getting upset. He's just like, oh, no, it's all right. We'll go to Antonio's house at some point. We'll have lots of pizza. Like, you know. <laughs> when, when, there, when there are no cameras around, or when he thinks there are no cameras around, or he hasn't fucking noticed them, Timmy <laughs> is quite talkative and a, a, and a really nice guy. And there have been a few people, who said, I think Sean's actually said it on this podcast, that away from the cameras, Kimmy is a totally different person. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think David Coulthard said that as well when uh, w- uh, when they were teammates. That he's uh, he would just sort of come up, come up to people and just like put Coulthard in a headlock when he was drunk <laughs> and just start talking at him rather than to him. <laughs> that does sound like drunk Kimmy. That does sound like a, 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 I could see that. <laughs> My favourite drunk Kimmy moment is when George Russell managed to get a selfie with him at the at the award Autosport Awards. Was it? Was that when he staggered up on stage? Yeah, incredible. <laughs> oh, of course, we've got the uh, the other bit of news: Honda and Red Bull. Oh yeah, yeah. The big reason for the engine freeze now not needing to be a thing. Yeah, which to me means that. Uh, Honda, they're they're either gone. Oh, we're winning. Okay, we'll stay. Or they've gone. Uh, we think we've come up with something that might help you win for the next five years. So the engines are going to be frozen, and we're just going to keep our name on the engines as well. <laughs> well, apparently, yeah. apparently, it's going to be the Red Bull tag again. <laughs> Fucking hell! Tag. <laughs> I thought. Is it, isn't, I thought the Honda name was staying. Um. Yeah, apparently Honda are going to stay... From what I've seen, the engines are going to be badged as uh, Tag Heuer. And Honda are going to be a sponsor. But it's going to be a Honda engine. Yes. Well, this makes a lot of sense. No, it doesn't. No, it does not at all. I'm joking. Unless you say this is is that reason that they went for the engine freeze was so that um, Red Bull powertrains could, you know essentially be in the same position for the next couple of years whilst they get used to to how things work and that if any new manufacturers wanted to join in 2026 which is the next open sort of you know open door for for, for new manufacturers to join then it wouldn't be the technology wouldn't be so far advanced that they wouldn't look at it and go well we don't know how the fuck that works and you know an abandoned ship before they've even started because there is rumors isn't there as well that um Audi and McLaren are either going into partnership or Audi are going to take over McLaren entirely. Uh, which did get officially denied during December, so make of that what you will. A lot of, <clears> lot of, <throat> lot of different brands in the Audi group, though, isn't there? Mm. The Audi family. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the Vol- Volkswagen Volkswagen group. Mm-hmm. And it's Audi and Porsche, isn't it, that yeah. are the two that are um, touted as being uh, taken over. But apparently the... Um, Bahraini royal family are... Is it Bahraini? Qatari royal family. No, no, it is Bahrain. Bahraini for McLaren. It is Bahrain, yeah. Bahraini royal family are quite keen on, uh, you know, selling McLaren if they can make a profit. Um, so, which, which, yeah, now they, I, which now they don't suck as much as they used to, there's a chance. Yeah, but they... Uh, it, it's not just for the Formula One team, apparently. It's for the entire McLaren group. Wow. Um, so McLaren will become a division of you know, Volkswagen Group uh, as another supercar, uh, along with Porsche and, I don't know, all the others that they've got. Can you call, um, po- can you call Porsche supercar? They only make one car. <laughs> Who, McLaren? Yeah. yeah, no, Porsche. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they do make a really nasty-looking people carrier now as well. Exactly. When Porsche try and make something that doesn't look like a Porsche, it's crap. Yeah, <laughs> I quite like the Taycan, the the the, um, the the big long electric car. I think that's cool as hell. Are you taken with it? Yeah, I am. <laughs> careful, he's um, it, careful. He's got special skills. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is not Liam Lawson we're talking about here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm I'm genuinely sorry, not only for my joke, but that it gave the opportunity for Paul to make that other joke. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, look, we've been we've been away a couple of months. I'm seriously out of practice. Uh, yeah, not no, not that fun, I was any fun. good. Not that I was any good when I was match fit. Look, I just I appreciate our audience, and I just want to apologise. That's all. 
It's all right. We spend half, half the week apologising for you anyway. Should do. <laughs> Everybody should do. <laughs> so yeah, Honda are going to carry on making the engines and doing any allowable upgrades. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure what what upgrades are allowed over the next three four years. But I think there's 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 going to be something. It's there is there's a percentage. It's a we have to get scarves on to talk about this, but it's to do with percentages of um of parts which are more likely to fail. Uh, you're allowed to reinforce them. Um, it can't be purely for performance, but if you gain some performance by making your more failable parts more reliable, then oh well, that's just how it works. So, say a team gets serious MG UK problems, which has happened quite a lot, and all of a sudden, oh look, this is less likely to fail. Oh, and it's thirty percent more efficient. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I said, I said, didn't I, in a chat over at some point over the winter. I wouldn't be surprised if a engine manufacturer um, utilizes some sort of uh, fully electric operation, um, just at slow speeds, you know, for pit stops and maybe behind safety cars or something like that, um, just to. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they haven't at least looked at it well, you know, using the hybrid um, system, just using electric power. It's, al- so it's already power to start the cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's already a thing with the LMDHs or the the hybrid ones, not the um, uh, what's, you, yeah, what's your man's team called. They're only allowed to was it? They're only allowed to move off from their pit stop using hybrid power. Yeah, and in the pit lane as well, they can they can only en- they can only engage full um, ICE power once they've um, passed the pit lane limited. And line. which which Formula One teams have engine manufacturers that also take part in that series? None, because Toyota have left Formula One a long time ago. Yes. Right. Okay. But if where are they going with this thought don't know nope mm. lost it which honda and toyota have been having an arms race <laughs> in development terms for every aspect of road cars for many 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 years very true um so if toyota can do it why can't honda yeah i mean there's a possibility um i think i said in the winter thing i think ferrari are probably going to have made the biggest gains over the the winter i just said i've got that feeling ferrari are being very quiet and when ferrari are quiet usually means they're pretty quick they're either quick or um it's it's one extreme or the other i, I think it will no, be one of the loud the they're slow um oh that was that was a good catch as well um there was something i watched the other day and i've, I've completely fucking forgot what it was but somebody put uh clocked that the um the suspension on the Haas was a push rod. It's Scarbs. Scarbs, Scarbs, on Scarbs did a yeah. yeah. He did he did a thread on what he could tell from the render. Yeah, but the uh, did he pick up on the bad Photoshop job on it? Yeah, it could be adapted to be pull rod quite well, quickly. It, it looks like that that whole thing has just been stuck into the photograph afterwards to hide something. Like if you, if you look at the. Uh, the other parts of the suspension, they all neatly go into a nice rendered hole that's supposed to be there. And it's just like an, a really awkward cut-off on the pushrod part of it. I think it was a it was a race one that I was watching. Um, and they've sort of pointed out the fact that, like, look, this doesn't... Everything else on the render looks really good, and this has been a last-minute addition to this before it's been put out. So... It suggests to me and them that the Ferrari are going to change their suspension like we all think they did and that Haas have been told to do this to hide something that's going to be on the Ferrari and probably on the Haas. Yeah, that's quite likely. Hmm. If you put if you pull up the picture now, like the, that picture of that Haas, just look at where the where that rod goes into the monocoque, it's it's not right. It 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 is. It's a, it's a really bad Photoshop job. Like any anybody with that. That's why I'm. It wasn't the race that thought it had been done at last minute. It's me looking at it that thought it had been done at last minute because anybody with even like a basic understanding of how Photoshop works could have done a better job than that 
where the push where where the suspension goes into the car. It's just it just cuts off. It's really weird. Oh yeah, you're right. I know. Yeah, there's also rumours <laughs> in there that McLaren are using pull rod suspension. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know where these rumours come from, to be perfectly honest. But there's a, yeah, and um, we'll see um, this week, I guess. By the end of next week, most of the cars will have been revealed, apart from those last two. Do you think I mean, there's a chance that Ferrari have looked at Red Bull um, and what they did last year? Because I mean, Red Bull threw everything at that car, it, you know, and it could have been. A disaster! What they did, no, they had an engine thrown in the car that was too, uh, that that was a year ahead of schedule. They they threw everything at the design of the car. They kept developing through the season, so we'll have to see where they end up this year. But do you think Ferrari have seen that and thought, do you know what, we should be fucking braver? Well, they did. They were, weren't they? They were braver, and then they were accused of cheating that year. I mean, they yeah, were really brave. <laughs> That's there's a difference between brave and cheating, I suppose. But um, yeah, so Ferrari were really, really brave in 2019. Sometimes, then, mm, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I overly brave, you could say <laughs> they were over brave, misplaced. <clears throat> Um, Lee, have you got the first shunt of the new year? Absolutely not. Oh. oh, it's like that, is it? Do I have to delve into the reserve pile? I don't know. We can, you can if you want, or we can leave it till next week and get it sorted out. Oh, I've no. Had no, come on. So We've got... many messages over <laughs> the fucking winter thing on social media platforms that um, if anyone wants total shunts in, give your total shunt a little ping up the list. I'll probably use it next week. Uh, I'm just looking to see. Do you know what? I don't actually think I've got any spare. Fucking hell. You've got the people's hopes up for no reason here. It's okay. It's first day <laughs> back at school, isn't it? Then, And if we, if we leave them wanting one, it means they'll have to really put their ass into gear and get them to me. And if they don't want it, hashtag then, no shunt. Yeah, if they don't want it, the market's spoken. <laughs> oh no! I have found one. Oh, I have found one. Um, it's it's been sat in my inbox since October 2020. Well, that's the sign of a ring and endorsement, isn't it? <laughs> um, but thanks to uh, Bazverbeek. Oh, I remember! I remember mm. hearing this name before. I believe Baz has been a, a listener for a long time. I... Well, probably was. He he might still be, and he might he might be again. Because I'll um, I'll tweet him after this and say we've done your shunt. <laughs> From finally, yeah, we've, we've done your shunt from a year and a year and a quarter ago. ago. Yeah, right. It's uh, been eighty-three years. Are we ready? <laughs> yes. I, I was born. Yay. Okay. In nineteen eighty. Okay. Okay. In nineteen ninety-seven, I competed in the Formula Vauxhall Junior, taking second. Okay. Nineteen when? Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. At the age of seventeen. And third clue, I won the Formula Renault 2.0 UK Series in 1999. And can I just point out, for anyone on iRacing, Formula Formula Renault 2.0s are so much fun to drive. And for the benefit of Jeff... Jason Coffin. For the benefit of Jeff Sharp, they've got seven gears. That's why you kept topping out in sixth. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to say Jason Coffin, who was a popular British racing driver at the time. Uh, who never progressed further than... Well, I don't know where he got up to, but he didn't, didn't get anywhere near Formula 1, I don't no. think. I'm not familiar with Mr Coffin, but he sounds like a reasonable guest. I think his name guest. was Jason Coffin. I remember, <laughs> I remember thinking that it was a, a really weird name for a Formula 1 driver, obviously. He might he might still be um, in the McLaren Junior Driver Shark Tank with all the other pensioners. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your first guess? I, I yeah, have I think nothing so. better. Well, I can't think of another British driver who was well. There's probably loads, but I'll go with that one to start with. Right. Okay. Clue number four. With five wins, I won the British F3 Championship. Though it doesn't say what year, but I'm assuming it's after after 2000. Um, in 2002, I drove an F1 car for the first time, and I drove for two different teams in my F1 career. Ah, so this person made it to Formula One. Timo Glock. Anthony Davidson. 
Yeah, that's a good show. That's yeah. not bad. Did he drive for? Did he drive for? Or was he just oh Super Aguri or? Did it? Did it switch? Toyota, to... Toyo- it well? Toyota and Super Aguri, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, Glock would have been my guess here. To emo Glock. To emo. <laughs> so for your um, so for your second guess, is that Glock? Sorry. Sorry. I, think, I, think, I think Anthony Davison is a good shout as well. <laughs> Well, Timo Glock did come through British racing, didn't he? Because mm. uh, um, there, there was that joke that, that, that well, I said then he, he was essentially a Yorkshireman because he he raced for Manor Racing, I think, like all the way up through um, junior formula until he got to Formula One. Yeah, I, I, either he, yeah, stick good. stick stick with Ant for now, and we can always circle back to is that Glock. Yeah. Okay, clue seven. I had more retirements than finishes in my F1 career. Could still be either. I don't think Anthony Davidson had that many retirements. I think he did because his car was terrible. But, yeah, the Super Aguri era Anthony Davidson definitely had retirements. Oh, did he? See, I I remember it start because that car started quite well. Yes, that was but, the issue but, though. It started. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't they didn't have any upgrades, so I can't remember whether whether it was a it, did he have a lot of failures or was it just slow? No, it, I think it was I, just shit. It was I a think, three year uh, old arrows. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that was what put paid to his Formula One career, wasn't it? Was yeah. the car never let him show his talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took part in a total of 20 races, scoring eight points. Ooh. It is feeling like Anthony Davidson, isn't it? It is now. It's not Glock. Glock's got more Glock, than eight points. Yeah, Glock's eight definitely points. got more. And also more than 20 races. Yes. Uh, after F1, I bounced around a lot of open-wheel racing series, but never found any success. <clears throat> Ooh, right. It's not Anthony Davidson, no. then, is it? Ten, so, isn't it? Technically... It WEC is not is technically not open wheel. Well, yes, yeah, there was no. Yeah, but I don't know how many. Um, how many open wheel things did Anthony Davidson do after Formula One? I don't know. To be fair, he yeah. went to it straight into sports cars, didn't mm. he? And the um, you know, I the, thought so. I would have yeah. thought endurance racing and stuff like that. Ex Formula One drivers that were shit at. Formula E. Mm. Well, Formula E. Mm. Nick Hyde felt no, he'd have done more than 20 races. Mm, and scored more than eight points. Bizarrely, yes. Not that much of a world of disappointment, is it? <laughs> Jerome D'Ambrosio. Ooh. Actually, I don't think he scored eight points in no. Formula One. <laughs> <laughs> there is a clue 10 and a spaffer. Will Stevens. One team. Again, don't think he scored. No, he he, he did uh, Caterham as well. Karun Chandok. Possibly. What other team did he drive for? I don't know. I'm just throwing names in there now. Caterham. Don't know if he'd have got eight points, to be fair, but he'd definitely had more retirements than anything else. I don't think he got a point. (laughs) Possibly not. What is the point? Mm. Uh, Clue number ten. Yes. Yeah, my final years in racing, I spent in Brazilian stock cars. So we, this, we this guy had like thinking a reverse of a random career. Brazilian then. <laughs> we had a reverse career. Is it Benjamin Button? <laughs> <laughs> talking, talking of Brazilian stock cars, there's an endurance race coming up um, in the Brazilian stock car series very soon. And Felipe Massa has picked Timo Glock to be his teammate. Oh yeah, they're friends again now, aren't they? They had some kind of moment on on the F1 last year. Um, Would you like the Spaffer, by the way? I yeah, mean, we, we, I think yeah. we're going to need it. Okay, my two F1 teams were Jaguar and Williams. Christian Clean. Green Grove for uh, Daguerre, whilst it was still called Red Bull. Yes. Oh, we got we got giant flood again. <laughs> oh no! Uh, Chris, Christian Clean. Christian Clean was in a Jag. 
Yes, he was in a jag. Am I back to normal yet? No, no, no you're no. still giant. Use your giant <laughs> okay. brain to find the answer. I need to use my big head. <laughs> Edward Irvine wasn't uh Edward. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do yeah, he was Ferrari, so they um, but uh I'll be back. And he and he scored more than eight points in the championship though. Hard. He was nearly a world champion. Yeah. I mean, I know, I if, know points used to be a lot smaller back in those days, but you couldn't win it with nine. If I'm perfectly honest, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, uh, if I'm perfectly honest, I didn't ever actually think it was him. I just wanted to call him Edward Irvine. <laughs> was he Edward or Edmund? Oh. Uh, I'm going to say Edward because that's what I think. I think he's, I've got it in my head, he's an Edmund. I'm not going to Google because obviously that's cheating. I was just about to, and then I thought, oh no, wait, we're still. It's, o- it's only cheating if you actually think he's the right answer. He is an Edmund. No, no, no. He's an Edmund. He is an Edmund Irvine. He is Edmund. I thought he might be Edmund Irvine Junior. Wow. Feel feel I didn't really need to be fact checked there. We could have just let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody would have been hurt. Nobody would have called misinformation on that I, one. I think. Just are, let we it go. Think, are we thinking maybe somebody, uh, somebody who? Um, like Jaguar drivers, there can't have been that many. Jaguar weren't a team for that long. Well, Mark Webber, Eddie that's Irvine, Christian Clean. I'm sure Christian Clean was still driving when they when they became Red Bull. I feel came, like he I, drove I, for Red Bull. I'm pretty sure when it became Red Bull, it was Coulthard and Clean as, as the first Red Bull lineup. Wasn't it Coulthard and Valentino Liuzzi? Maybe they seat shared. I'm not sure. I think. I think if I, I don't know, but of all the names we've mentioned so far, Christian Clean is the one I feel has the has the talent to have scored less than ten points in his career. Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah, don't I think don't I've got a better better, to better option than that. Yeah. So your the, fa- I think his Formula One career ended with Michael Schumacher on his head. <laughs> <laughs> If I remember correctly. So your final guess? I'll let Lee say it. I think so. Yeah, go go Christian Clean. I am Antonio Pizzonia. Who the Literally ah, never Antonio entered Pizzonia. the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um He was he was the Brazilian driver who's had an Italian name and uh as you say, drove for William. Like do not remember him at Jaguar. I do he, remember him driving for Williams. He did the first 11 races of the season in 2003 for Jaguar, uh, retiring in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Um, then got binned, then turned up at Williams in 2004 at the German Grand Prix. Um, did four races for Williams, got four seventh places in a retirement, and then got binned. And then Williams again in 2005... Uh, from the Italian Grand Prix. He actually did uh, a full F1 season, just split over three years. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he managed four seventh places in his career. No, oh, in 2003, he was classified ahead of Jos Verstappen. Even with zero points. Yes. So, yes, it was um, that well-known F1 trier... <laughs> Antonio Pizzonia yeah, yeah good one yeah, yeah very good one I was trying to think of Brazilian drivers who mm. sort of didn't do anything in the mid 2000s that's exactly him <laughs> and he mm. was one of the, one of the rare breed of drivers that got to drive in Super League Formula Ooh. where all the teams what the hell was that all the teams were named after fo- named after and sponsored by football teams I think there was a Le- was... there was a oh, Leeds United grim. one at one point yeah like it made um it made Formula A look like the past, present, and future of motorsport. <laughs> Antonio Pizzonia had a very sad twenty-first birthday. Did he? Why? He was born on September eleventh, nineteen eighty. Ah, that would have been a sad one. But my brother's also born on September eleventh. It was his seventh birthday that particular day. Crazy. Ah. 
According to his uh, Instagram, Mr. Pizzonia is now an Iron Man competitor. Mm. Should have saved that. Iron Man? Yes. Should have saved this for when Sean's on. Yes. Apparently Mm -hmm. he's done eight of them. Especially after the big text incident. (laughs) If anybody remembers that. Nope. When we did the... um, What was it? Bruno Teixeira shunt and... Oh, yes. Oh, you've gone giant again. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've been doing this an hour. We've managed to stretch it out. We bugger all to talk about. Should we call it a night? Absolutely. I'll call it a day. Depends on on when you're listening to this. One day ago, Antonio Pizzonia was in the uh, qualifying for the world champion of some kind of karting master event. Pensioner karts? Yes. Right, how does yeah, this, this sounds like this sounds like a falsehood. Why is Antonio Pisonia in any any form of master? This event? is this is on his blue tick Instagram account. This again seems like a falsehood. How has he got a blue tick Instagram account? I don't know. Why was Bottas in the race of champions up until two days before it actually happened? Because Mika Hakkinen was there. Yeah, true. Um <laughs> how do you send in a total shunt? You can send me a DM on Twitter or Instagram at a total shunt. And to get on the reserve list, which I have noticed I've just used the last one of, um, drop us an email, threelegsfourwheels at gmail.com, and you can use that email address to get in touch with um, with the show anyway. And if you want to get us on the socials, we are at threelegsfourwheels on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And individually on Twitter, we are at Sean Cowper. At Mr. Nick Knowles. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at Flood Twenty One. And you can <laughs> and you can get hold of Nick Knowles at Pablo One Hundred. Why have I just said that? I no, really love myself mistake. in This is now. a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for covering that, Jack. <laughs> Um, if you want to help us out as well, you can go to patreon.com slash three legs four wheels and you can sign up there. You'll get the show a little bit early. We'll do the uh, we'll do the Patreon specials again this year when we're not all completely knackered. Possibly when the when the nights start getting a bit brighter. We're not all mm. not all as sleepy when we get home from work. Um dunno anything from there uh, from one pound, one dollar, one euro a month upwards. You'll get the show early. There'll be other, there'll be other bonuses that we'll come up with at some point during the year, and everything you send goes to um, goes to help us out doing the show. Listen to Nike, yeah. just do it. Uh, we'll be back. I, I guess we should come back next week because we'll have a few, we'll have some cars to talk about. Yeah, yeah what cars? What maybe. cars between now and then? Red Bull, Some. Mercedes. Um, no, not Mercedes. Mercedes is the eighteenth. Right. Yeah, there'll be um, Red, McLaren, Red Bull, Aston Martin, McLaren. and McLaren, which are next uh, yep. this, this week's nice. launches. Three proper teams. Sorry, Hass. <laughs> <laughs> One day. Be fair, I don't think the Hass launch is not really a, a launch, is it? The render, which is not true. <laughs> That's all they do now, though, isn't it? You yeah. know, it's the when we, when was the last time we got like a proper car car launch we were there at silverstone that's that's what i mean so is 2018 like the last year of like the proper launch i know i know we've had like an issue going on <laughs> but, the, but, but the, um, there weren't any in, there weren't any in 2019 yeah i don't they remember the it car being forward thing. didn't they when you were there they wheeled the car forward with its cover on or did it just come out of the darkness um okay they drove down Bottas, I think Bottas had just been doing his filming lap so he actually he actually drove into the um into the hangar yeah yeah, that's the right way to do it. Drive in. Yeah, it was cool. That was that was very cool. And then we all got to sit and watch the Ferrari launch. Mm. Yeah, you were in the reflection, if I remember correctly, of Mercedes' um, tweet. So mm. don't think we've missed this, would you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't think we'd miss me. But yeah, I don't think we actually got any real launches in 2019. Everything was just done online. Mm. Yeah, watch that Ferrari launch. That, the Mercedes launch was cool. The Ferrari launch was quite cringe. Talking yeah. of cringe, has anybody seen the Ferrari startup video? Because we've seen startup videos from Mercedes in December. Um, we saw a startup video from McLaren, um, which was very similar. Didn't show any of the car, obviously, just a lot of people smiling, nodding, and pointing in knowing directions. But did anyone anyone see the Ferrari uh, um, startup video? Got to admit, I didn't. Ooh, okay. Uh, I'll just leave everyone to go and search for that on Twitter, and uh, 
Make your own minds up. Ferrari are like like their la- like launches and media stuff are a little bit it, like it's it's like comparing Xbox stuff with PlayStation. Like Xbox know how to launch something. PlayStation, it always feels like a business meeting. Yeah, it's, there's just something not fun about it. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and given the amount of cat air in my PlayStation, the Xbox is more fun at the moment because it doesn't sound like a bloody jet taking off when I try and play something. <laughs> on that note, we will go do our homework and we'll report back with our findings on the Ferrari launch and God knows what else next week. Until then, take uh, care. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.